If you find the real estate market stressful, confusing, and complicated, then you've come to the right place. Stay tuned as Randy and his expert guests dispel the myths and give you a dose of reality. It's Real Estate Revealed. And here's your host, Chicagoland's premier home appraiser, Randy Barcella. A very enthusiastic and exciting welcome to Real Estate Revealed, and I am Randy Barcella. It is always a joy for me to be with you every Sunday morning. I am happy that you tune in. Today's special show, wow, we have a packed house. In this buyer's market, we need to know who your buyer is and how do I appeal to them. Well, in studio, to share with us her smart advice, as always, is the premier residential specialist from Dreamtown Realty. Yeah, that's Diana Bizdick. Also, obtaining a loan commitment instead of just a pre-approval will make you a more competitive buyer. Well, how? Well, in studio is the premier mortgage expert of all of Chicagoland, uh, and he's also the senior vice president and branch manager of Guaranteed Rate. Yeah, that's Larry Steinway. Um, also, how can a seller spot an agent who is trying to buy their listing? I haven't heard that one. I can't wait to hear what that's all about. And a great topic. And in studio is to the premier realtor from Caldwell Banker. Yeah, Sean Purcell. And do you think you can go as is? Let's say you were selling your house FHA, but there's too many repairs, so you want to flip it to conventional as is with no repairs now, really? Can you really go as is just because it's a conventional? Well, me, Randy Barcella, I will dismiss, dispel the myths versus reality here. Uh, yes, we do have a packed house this morning with a lot of valuable information, so get a paper and pencil ready. Good morning, everybody. Happy Sunday. Happy Sunday, yeah, happy fun Sunday, day. Everybody. Happy Sunday. So, uh, Diana Bizdick, this is a good one. In a buyer's market, we need to know who your buyer is and how do you appeal to them. Yeah, so basically... What I do with all of my clients, and I think that whoever you decide to hire to sell your property, how well do they have their, like, basically their thumb on the beat of the actual neighborhood to know who's moving in there? What kind of people are they? Where are they coming from? All of that stuff. What do, what taste preferences do they have? Going through every other listing that has sold recently, have they been through it to see what has been selling and how has it been furnished? What colors are going on in there? What are people really looking for? There's all different kinds of properties in every neighborhood. You have multi-units, you have condos, you have single-family homes, townhomes, all of that stuff. But all of them have to be addressed very differently from one another, even if they are in the same neighborhood. So you have to know, like your realtor really does have to know the market very well. I love the way you say that because a lot of realtors have a general plan for everybody, and that's not true. It's really not because... Typically, when you go into neighborhoods, especially in like Chicago, in, you could be a couple blocks away, but it's a completely different vibe. And those are completely different buyers. So you have to know exactly who your market audience is, basically. So I was in marketing prior to. I worked at an amazing advertising agency, and that was like my first real job out of college. And I was an account executive. I stayed there for a few years. So and actually, I'm now selling David's house. So this is how many transactions in if David would call in. So he's trusted me over the years. Why? Because I'm a marketing specialist. So I walk into a property and I say, and it's a, it might be beautiful for you, designed for you and your taste. But when you bought it, that neighborhood might have been completely different than what it is today. So now none of those finishes are going to appeal your audience. And it's unfortunate because sometimes people spend so much money on those curtains. They're Victorian and they were beautiful. And when you went into this neighborhood, this was the style. This was your style. This was your age range, all of that stuff. 
But right now, you have a lot of hipster kids that might be moving into the neighborhood, and that's totally not their style. And you have to accept that because you're in a different point in your life. They're in a different point in their life. And I'm sorry, with the tech bubble right now, that has increased the type of buyers that you have in terms of financials. So what some people might have bought that home at like 40 or 50 years old because they could finally afford it, you have 25-year-olds possibly snapping that up. If it's in a trendy neighborhood, you bet your butt that that's, that's what's exactly happening. So how are you appealing to that, like maybe that 30-year-old? It really is important to know your market, and it does change over the years. It does. I've lived in the West Loop of Chicago for almost 15 years now. And the dynamic has been completely different from when I first moved in. FYI, my place was really nice when I bought it. It was brand new. Guess who just finished remodeling their kitchen? Me, because trends change. And that's what I was thinking. In a couple of years, probably in two or three years, I'm going to sell this property. And I need to appeal to their market. Yes, white and grays are very neutral. And you should possibly use that. But that being said... I do think that they're overplayed a little bit. Some places need a little bit more personality. How do you stand out on the pictures? Because if everything's white and gray, and I'm not telling you to paint your walls red, by any means do not paint your walls red. But how do you stand out in the pictures? It has to be through accessories or something. And it also depends on your listing agent. How much are they investing into the proper photography? Because now we have more high-end photography that you could actually see that tree through the window. Now, yes, does it cost about $35 for each picture? That's on top of what you're already paying. Yes, but it's worth it if you have a very dynamic view. Now, if you have a brick wall, do not invest for those high-end, that high I think it's like my photographer calls it an X pro shot. So there's really good pictures all throughout, but anything that has any type of view, all of those are upgraded. I don't care how many hundreds of dollars I'm spending. I need to invest in my list. And, and to take more pictures of the neighborhood as well. Like the, yeah. the you know, the restaurants, the shopping, things good like point. that. Really That's give Sean everybody, Purcell, Caldwell Banker. Really yeah. give everybody a good idea what the neighborhood is actually like as well. Yeah. And not only that, but you know how we now go around the neighborhoods and the drone videos and mm-hmm. stuff like that. That is really good for online marketing. It may not be able to make it in the MLS, but guess what? Kids are, or not kids, but millennials and other demographics are now going on YouTube to check out neighborhoods. What happens if your buyer is all the way in Georgia? They want to know the neighborhood. Right. And you struck a really good chord, Sean, because I know that you and I have talked about it as well. Do you invest either by your own drone or... Get a drone expert that sits there and, you know, gets captures your views, captures the neighborhood. And in addition to when you're doing those drone videos, you're capturing the audience because they're seeing what their neighbors look like. Who wants the crazy neighbor? Like right, if you right. see a guy walking out in a clown suit out of that building, there's a pretty good indication. Mind you, I would never make that go public. But at the same time, when I'm listing it, but there's so many things that you need to know. So a buyer that is... 25 or 30 years old is looking for different things and finishes than somebody that's 35 to 40. And depending on where they are, are they single? Are they married? Are they, you know, do you think that your buyer is starting a family? Those are all things that you have to decorate for. It doesn't matter if you have a kid, you don't have a kid. You make that home look as presentable as possible. I think what's important for a lot of the 25-year-olds also is that, again, what the neighborhood is like, again, shopping, restaurants things like that and you start to see those changes in those neighborhoods where mm-hmm. they're marketing more towards those that younger crowd yeah more towards those millennials things like that so that is a 
you know, so that's when you start to see, okay, when you start to see all these younger kids moving into these neighborhoods, looking around and you start to see those changes of all the, you know, marketing to them. That's how, you know, from some of the older people that live in those neighborhoods, that's how, you know, who's coming. That's how, you know, what's going to start happening in your own neighborhood. Well, look at, so I'm actually meeting my client later today in Park Ridge and it's kind of an issue because she's coming from the city, her expectations, they just had a child They're They may be having a second child sometime in the near future. And there's issues because most of those places, they don't have an open floor plan or they're so dated. And that typically even 10 years ago worked for the buyers because normally people still stayed in the neighborhood, no matter if they aged, you know, they were, they aged a little bit and things, but they stayed around. Now they're aging out of that neighborhood because now all of the younger people are coming in and they are paying a premium for updated homes. My client up that budget considerably. She's like, just find me something. And guess what? I can't. There is nothing that has what a standard open floor plan has. And I do know that the current residents are getting upset because there's been so much development in Park Ridge. Those houses typically only stay on the market for a week. So why not invest in your house to make sure that it sells quickly? And it doesn't mean that you have to completely demo things out, redo all the floors. But why don't you work with an agent that could actually help you identify what those smart dollars are so that you are under contract right away? And you are the smart agent and you are the marketing expert. And this is really valuable information for our listeners. And if they didn't get a chance to write any of this down, um, how can they get a hold of you? Because we're available right after the show today and we're available every day. So sure. You could give me a call or text me on my cell at 312-550-8313. Again, it's 312-550-8313 or dianahomesonline.com. Fantastic. Also get out to Facebook right now. We've got videos of Diana in studio right now on Facebook at Real Estate Revealed. Uh, Speaking of great information, um, obtaining a loan commitment instead of just a pre-approval will make you more competitive buyer and how? Well, in studio is one of the premier mortgage experts of the land. I mean, he's senior vice president and branch manager of Guaranteed Rate. That's Larry Steinway. Good morning, Larry. Good morning. How are you? Fantastic. And uh, this is really good because I hear a lot of the commercials Get our loan approval. Get our pre-approval or pre-qualification. I'm so confused over this. <laughs> well, it, it can be confusing at times. And it's funny, uh, Diana, you bring up something interesting that you mentioned at the end there about in Park Ridge. I think you said, you know, the mm-hmm. redone homes are only on the market one week and they, they go yeah. pretty quick. And so one of the things that I always think about is, and I talk to my team about and this. And you know what? I want you to hold that answer because I, we're coming up to a quick break. That's oh, Larry sure. Steinway. Get ready. And he's got some valuable information to share. I'm, I'm Randy. Bar- yeah, I'm Randy Barcelli, your show host. And that was Diana Bizdick on the first uh, segment. Larry Steinway, Guaranteed Rate, and Sean Purcell coming up. We'll be right back. You're listening to Real Estate Revealed with Randy Barcella. It's so good, it's so good. And it's so good to be with you every Sunday morning. Good morning, America. Good morning, Chicago. Welcome to Real Estate Revealed. Enjoyed every Sunday morning at 8 a.m. on AM 560 The Answer. I'm Randy Barcella, your show host. And if you missed any part of that first segment with the premier residential specialist from Chicago, yeah, Diana Bizdick, get out to Facebook right now. Real Estate Revealed on Facebook. Her videos are right there. And just before the break, we were talking with one of the premier mortgage experts of the entire uh, Midwest, Senior Vice President and Branch Manager of Guaranteed Rate. Yeah, that's Larry Steinway. Larry. Hello there. Fantastic. Uh, so uh, b- before the break, we were talking about with Diana, she was mentioning about, um, we were talking about the difference between a, a pre-approval and a loan commitment. And 
when that market time is low and you're you bet your butt that there's going to be so many other people that are competing to get that house and that's why they only have market times of seven days they've probably been negotiating since the second day it was on the market that's exactly right and so often one of my goals when i work with my real estate agents is that our goal is to help you sell more real estate that's what a really good lender does it helps the you sell more real estate and then it also helps the consumer the buyer get the best price they can for that property and be the most attractive buyer that there is. So we know different markets have different flavors, but there are some markets like you just mentioned where there's going to be multiple offers. There's going to be a couple of offers on that property and it's going to be a real attractive property that went on the market. So I always think of it this way. If I'm a seller and I'm looking at two offers that are coming at me, one of them says, Hey, we need 30 days to get a mortgage. We've been pre-approved, okay? And then, then you're going to look at another offer for someone that, for example, what we do is it's called Red Arrow Approval Express, where we take them through the entire underwriting process. We actually literally underwrite the file so that all that's remaining is the need for a title, appraisal, and sometimes we don't even need an appraisal in today's market, which you can talk about yeah, another time. Yeah, it's It's, it's, a, it's yeah. really, um, it's called an appraisal waiver, property inspection waiver. It's becoming a very common thing right now. Mm-hmm. But more importantly, what we do is we underwrite the file fully. We just, we, we don't go halfway there. And so often for years, my own self in my career with pre-approvals, we would verify the information. We'd hand out a pre-approval Uh, But we didn't take it to that next level of verification where the processor literally submitted it to an underwriter. So we felt that we wanted our buyers to be the most competitive buyer out there. That when you're looking for property, you're going to be able to make a mortgage contingency date of only 10 days. So what does that mean? So many people wonder, well, that's big. is that big? big. People don't realize. On my listings, when there's multiple offers, that's... What do you see typically? for financing um, how much for time? financing it's usually three weeks three weeks 21 yeah. days yeah. And, and you think that's usually kind of hey that's pretty good right 21 yeah. days so when we take it to this next level and we fully underwrite it and we give you a loan commitment this red arrow approval express you literally can make a 10-day financing contingency because you all you're down to is an appraisal you get title from the seller and you put those items in, check, make sure, and then you're able to offer, offer a clear-to-close loan commitment in 10 days. So if I'm a seller, I'm looking at two offers, and one's at one price. Now you bring in a buyer, and that buyer's offering a little bit less, okay? Well, as a seller, hmm, do I want to wait three, four weeks a month to know that they're going to get their financing? Or am I going to know in a week and a half that my home is sold? We are good to go. Honey, well, let's pack yeah, up, exactly. Let's, we're moving. I had this happen in a multiple offer um, position, and we chose the higher offer. They were supposed to put 20% down. They were pre-approved only. The other people were cash, but it was a lower offer. The only thing is about three weeks into it, they didn't have the down payment. That was supposed to be a gift. They got pre-approved because they said they would get the gift. Well, dad and, you know, Dad and son got into an argument. They no longer had a down things payment. Things suddenly changed. Yeah, them. things yeah. suddenly changed. And I know Victor, from the owner from Guaranteed Rate, amazing mm-hmm. guy, and that's probably why, because he's always been very like ahead of the trend on everything, and that's why Guaranteed Rate literally grew overnight. 
Well, we've, uh, you know, we're, we're just wrapping up our 19th year. Next year will be our yeah. 20th anniversary. But I mean, you guys boom through. I mean, you guys started here locally. We did. We started yeah. right there in, uh, on uh, 3940 North Ravenswood. Well, there's and a reason why guaranteed rate like rose so high. In 19 years, you guys are being called first before Chase Bank. It's, uh, it's, uh, it's good, good to hear that. You know what? We, we really have always felt that you have to be in the purchase business first. Mm-hmm. We do a ton of refinance business. It's a big part of every mortgage company's business. But our focus is the real estate agent community. The real estate agent community is what we are all about. Mm-hmm. Um, and we were uh, really happy to see numbers as they come through over the last few years that, that our business is, the majority of it is purchase. Um, mm-hmm. We're in a little bit of a bump right now due to the low interest rates and our refinance volume. But we're still crushing it on the purchase side. And that's because we have to bring value to the agents. And so that, like you said, one of the things we said was, well, how can we make things happen faster? Because at the end of the day, one of my colleagues, we were talking about my business plan for this year. And, and uh, he's a, a gentleman that I, I look up to. He said, fast, quick, easy. That's what everyone wants. And so if we can make the transaction happen quicker, easier, faster it's going to be better not only for for the buyer but they're also going to be able to make a more attractive more aggressive offer on that property i what think, do you think for, i that? think for agents though too i think it's the, uh, the the ability to be able to talk to a loan officer you know what i mean that's somebody who okay you've you're looking at his phone number it's 312 it's 773 whatever it is rather than trying to call 1-800 whoever at chase and trying to track somebody down somebody you've never you're not going to talk to that much and it, that seems to get pat those you know at some of those bigger banks, it seems like, okay, somebody starts the file, then it gets passed on to somebody else and then somebody else. So nobody knows what's going on. But it's just the idea, again, of being able to talk to somebody, getting to know someone. Like in our office, like I said, there's Aaron Wise and, and uh, Doug Smith. These are two guys that I can actually go into my office and talk to, but always stay up to date on the file, on, on the loan the whole time. Yep. You know, and those and are great guys, huge. by the way. Great and if guys. you're just tuning in, you're listening to Real Estate Revealed on AM560, The Answer. And we were talking with the... Senior Vice President and Branch Manager of uh, Guaranteed Rate, yeah, Larry Steinway, talking about this uh, Red Arrow Express, how you could close a loan in 10 days, and what an amazing company, amazing idea. Yeah, Red Arrow Approval Express. Fantastic. Approval, I love it. Yes, it's all about getting approved. Um, and not only that, but you're saying like what, how you guys are benefiting the realtors, but mm-hmm. all you buyers out there, and actually sellers too, because you're going to have to be buying as well. Can you imagine that... I will say the what happens with my buyers is they're very excited to get the pre-approval, but they don't understand how much paper. And I'm not going to lie; it's paperwork. Like you have paperwork. to prove your. You're asking people sometimes for a half a million dollars, and you think that they're literally harassing you. Well, you just asked for a half a million dollars. <laughs> right. So remember. Yeah. So if right. you're too right. lazy <laughs> to get that paperwork up front. While everyone else is jumping hoops for you, just get it done up front and then you have that commitment so that this way it's easy peasy for you versus you being so stressed out between appraisals, um, the attorney review period, the inspection period, and now you have this whole loan thing going on and everybody needs all of this stuff from you at the same time. You've taken care of a big chunk of that pie when you give everything first and then you get that loan commitment that you're talking about. Well, it's, it's funny how somebody would plant flowers in their garden and they would look at it and talk, go to the store and do all this work just so they have these beautiful flowers that they spent $100 on. I would ask somebody, 
what is the most expensive thing in your life that you will ever buy? If you buy a home for $500,000, I'm just curious, what are you buying that's more than $500,000 right, in your right, lifetime? Nothing. nothing. <laughs> this is the only thing. Kids. The, maybe the kids. <laughs> well, okay, yeah, right. College. Second most Investment. expensive. Investment. That one doesn't really <laughs> return much. <laughs> it depends. But I, I, I really feel that it sometimes amazes me how people just don't take the time to be very specific about the paperwork and get things in. But I will tell you, technology is changing the game a little bit, making it easier to get the documentation, making it more streamlined. Verifications are happening. And we could talk about that on further shows and really get into the whole process at some point of how actually it's being simplified. And what's really interesting is a lot of people think, is artificial intelligence going to take away the need for a loan officer? Right. And to your right. point, you're right. saying, you know, we, we guaranteed rates business, the majority of it is still relationship-based driven. It and, is, yeah. Which means that it's not just click and get a mortgage. Everyone has a different scenario. Now, no two people are alike. Hey, Larry, this yep. is great information, yep. and I think our listeners need to call you or email you. How can somebody get a hold of you? Sure, absolutely. So the, it's easy. You can email me at Larry at rate.com. Okay. That's or, easy. or you can give me a call at 773-435-7542. One more time on that number. 773-435-7542. And if you want to learn all about Larry Steinway from Guaranteed Rate, the senior vice president and branch manager, get out to the website, realestaterevealed.net, R-E-V-E-A-L-E-D.net, his whole bio, everything. We'll be right back. You're listening to Real Estate Revealed with Randy Parcella. I like it like that. I can't sing at all, but I could dance. Oh, my gosh. Are you dancing right now at your kitchen table or in your car? Oh, my gosh. We're so excited to be with you here as every Sunday morning. I'm Randy Barcella, your show host for Real Estate Revealed. Enjoyed every Sunday morning on AM 560 The Answer. And what a great segment. Did you hear that? Larry Steinway, Guaranteed Rate. If you missed it, get out to Facebook right now. The video of him is right there, right now on Facebook. Real Estate Revealed on Facebook. And, uh, boy, we got a lot more to come uh, with uh, Larry and uh, Guaranteed Rate. Wow. And speaking of great information, and this is something I really want to know, too. How can a seller spot an agent who is trying to buy their listing? Really? Um, great topic. Well, in studio is the premier realtor from Caldwell Banker, Sean Purcell. Good morning. Hey, good morning, everybody. So, Diane, have you ever lost out on a listing appointment because you felt like then you found out later on that somebody kind of somebody just came in and said, no, I think your house is worth so much more oh, it than maybe what you said. Oh, it actually just happened. Um, so basically what happened is, and this is a close friend of ours too, like mine and my boyfriend's friend there. And another agent came in and said that his place is worth $100,000 more. First of all, because of all of the upgrades, which was atypical in that area, I really put the number to the max. I said, this is where we could be at. So this agent that he never met previously was like, no, I could get you $100,000 more. Oh my That's gosh. funny because I don't understand how you're going to comp it out based on size. Even like when you add up all of the finishes and everything else, if everything up and down that block had sold for $200,000 less, I don't know how you're going to... There's never been anything that's been priced that high ever in that subdivision. And, it, and it's what the market returns for those upgrades as well, whatever those things are. It has nothing, you know what I mean? Exactly. Price, what you spent on it is important, but yeah. what the market, what returns for those for those upgrades. Exactly. So I ended up losing the listing. Mind you, this is a close front. And 
my thing is, well, clearly you don't respect the craft. And in addition, like my abilities, but in addition to, you're going to have appraisal issues and it's going to continue to sell at the number that I told you. Because there's no way that a buyer is going to say, hey, the guy down the street, they, you know what? I get it. They sold for like three ninety, but yes, I should be purchasing this for six fifty. That's basically. I said five fifty. That guy said six fifty. So somebody was, that's trying to highball so, the right, price that's is buying, the, a buying a listing. That's buying a listing, or or it's making some sort of promise to a a possible seller. I'm learning something today. Right, buying so a listing. So it's basically making or some sort I've of promise to a before. seller that we you know an expectation maybe that. Hey, if you do this with me, if you sign this agreement with me, I'm going to get you this. I'm going to get you that. We're going to get you more money. We're going to do all these different things. So one of them that I just heard about was an agent. Of course, I'm not going to say her name, um, but she will come in and tell everybody that. So it, it's going to be a 5% co-op, but mm-hmm. if I bring in the buyer, I'll only charge 3.5%. And I think I have a buyer for you already. So that's that's her, her way of selling it. You know what I mean? Like. I've got a cash. I think she actually told somebody she has a cash cash buyer. She's done this two or three different times. Was there actually a buyer? No, There's no buyer. Not. No, it's absolutely just, not. Just, but they just what this person heard was, wait a minute, a cash buyer, and only three and a half percent co-op. So this sounds great. Right. They sign with her. She never brings in a buyer, and but and basically what happens is then they have other agents that are out there, and and some agents that I know have actually told me this that have dealt with her have said they've gone to her and said, hey, I've got it. They've seen her property. And they said, I, I've got somebody who wants to put in an offer. And right away, she'll say, well, we've already got a couple offers. Yours is going to be a backup offer. So she's trying to keep people from other agents from making offers on the property so she could still eventually try to bring in her own buyer so she can make another percent over yeah, the, it, the two and a half. Sometimes that's a bluff you can't oh, cover, It's though. horrible. Yeah, it's, and she's done it a few times, but she's she's made this bluff a few times. with some, and, and it really... It really gets people ticked off. These other agents ticked off because they're thinking, well, wait a minute. So, and the other part of that is she'll say she has an offer. And then what happens is it's usually when you get an offer, you get an agreed, you know, a, a signed offer. You go put the listing on contingent, so showing everybody that, okay, we've, we've taken an offer. She won't put it on contingent. You She'll have to report her. They yeah. have to do yeah. it within 48 hours. I'm right. rules. And she won't. And so people have kind of followed it along. Even people weren't involved with this, the transaction at all. We're following thinking, wait a minute, she's doing this again. So they would call her up and say, hey, um, did something happen with your other offer because you didn't put a contingent on? Oh, no, no. We're going to put a contingent today. We just had to finish something off, whatever. Oh, my gosh. Hey, I want to ask Diana. so many Diana, the realtor that said they'll take the listing for 100000 more than your highest, what yeah. happened? So basically, I mean, no, it didn't sell. <laughs> the thing is, what's going to happen is there's going to be price drop after price drop mm-hmm. after price drop until it gets to about that price. Now, that being said, when you overprice a listing and it sits on the market for so long, you stigmatize, stigmatize. the price. Yeah. yeah. And then everyone thinks, well, I'm going to have a problem selling it later. So what what they could have sold at 550 may now only sell for 500 because of the mistake of the actual first list price. Well, and then if you get that one person who's gullible and yeah. comes in and pays five fifty, now from my side there's a problem. It appraised out for five ten, mm-hmm. and now exactly. how's the financing when they wanted to put ten percent down on five fifty? Love it, and yeah. everybody it's starts not going to work. Everybody, but problem. everybody starts to wonder what's wrong with this property. How come it was? You know, how come there were so many price drops? Unless people really get into looking at the listing through the history of the listing. Hey, we're coming up to a quick break. This is an exciting show today. Really great information. I'm learning something here. 
That's Sean Purcell, Caldwell Banker, also Larry Steinway, Guaranteed Rate, Diana Bisnick, Dreamtown Realty. I'm Randy Barcella. We'll be right back with more Real Estate Revealed. Listening to Real Estate Revealed with Randy Barcella. I need you, audience. I need you, Larry. I need you, Sean. I need you, Diana. Welcome back to Real Estate Revealed. I'm Randy Barcella. And right before the break, and you're listening to Real Estate Revealed on AM 560 The Answer. If you missed any part of the show coming up to now, I've got videos right now on Facebook. Yeah, in studio. Real Estate Revealed on Facebook. And before the break, Sean Purcell from Caldwell Banker was going over some really good information here, uh, and everybody was chiming in, how you how a seller can spot an agent who's trying to buy their listings. Yeah, so what we were talking about was agents that try to buy your listing by making some promises, whether it's by price or by some you know bringing in a seller or a buyer, a potential buyer, whatever, cash buyer, to try to get you to sign that listing agreement without really any sort of maybe uh, good backup information as far as the comps that they're going to use to come up with their price or do you really, do they really have a seller? But Diana, you were saying during the break that you have a good story. So basically I have a really good story and we won't name the brokerage or anything like that because I don't want to get sued here. But um, one of my friends, his father is actually a top notch attorney. He came in, he said he wanted to sell his place, all of that stuff. He basically trusted this one company. He knows the CEO personally, all of that stuff. CEO sends in his two top brokers. Well, they gave him a price and he was just like, okay, that, that sounds like a fair price, I guess. I don't know the market. You guys are the experts. I'm, you know, I'm relying on you guys and your expertise. Signed the listing agreement, waited a week or two. The listing it had no showings apparently, okay? And the listing agents that were hired said, well, you have no showings. You know what? This would be the perfect place for me. I'm going to buy it. Two weeks after closing, they turned around and put it back on the market. No changes, no remodeling, no nothing for $75,000 more. So they declined all of the showing requests, got him, got the place for a lot cheaper. So he turned around and sued them. I mean, what does he do? He's a huge attorney, you know? So he ended up winning $200,000. Could he have pursued it further? Yes, he could have. Wow, what a story. Yeah, but there are agents that do this kind of thing. And I know for one of my other clients, we were like, she loved this property. And basically I submitted an offer. That agent had his client submit, and this is before escalation clauses, all of that stuff. His client came in with an offer right after us. When So they said that they took the higher offer. Technically, we actually had better terms. We were all cash, all of that stuff. There was a finance contingency. We watched it. Guess what? They got it for $100 more than us. You're going to tell me that that listing agent acted in the best interest of his client and passed up a cash offer with a very fluid closing date that works for the sellers. No, they used us as a beginning tool and just said, well, this person, you know, they're offering more. Who knows if our offer legally, they should have presented our offer, but who knows? You never know. My client was furious for the next three years. Do you know how bad it is when someone is that angry? Yeah, it was a little bit of a nightmare, but there's all different kinds of agents out there. Yeah, there, yeah, absolutely. And a lot of them, a lot of times what you end up hearing is you might have two agents that come in to do uh, for a listing appointment and they might, the, the range that they give or maybe the value that they give you is maybe 
$25,000 difference, whatever, which isn't a big deal. Well, you know, if you go on to like Zillow and like another competing firm, right. their margin of error, and they stated on the website in that fine print, it could be up to 25%. Yeah, of course. Well, that's that's the yeah. that's the bad Z word that we don't like to always talk about either. But um, but you have another agent, that, a third agent that might come in and say, you know what, I think your property's worth $75,000 more than what they told you. And you've got to start thinking, wait a minute, I got two people that told me were you know had a twenty five twenty twenty five thousand dollar range. Now I got somebody telling me it's worth seventy five thousand dollars more, and they start showing you comparables and, and things like that. And, and and a lot of these people, unfortunately, what we tell them, they don't know. Well, they just you, see those yeah, dollars. Yeah, that's what that's what they see. And they really don't you know. And you're showing them comparables and everything. Going well, this one is down the street and they did this, but we think uh, you know all these different things. And and it's just it's really sad because then all the like you said, those people see the dollar signs. Yeah. Then the agent will start thinking, okay. I'm going to get the listing. It's not worth that much, but what we'll do is we'll start making price drops as we go, and they're not going to want to now cancel this listing. You know what I mean? They're going to stick with it, and that agent's going to figure out ways to tell them, hey, you know what? It's just slow right now, or you know, some of these buyers, we're not, you know, things like that. And if you get, you're getting a lot of buyers that come in, and, and people aren't putting in offers, that tells you that it's overpriced for one. Or if you're not getting any showings at all, that really tells you that it's overpriced. Hey, Sean, how could somebody get a hold of you? I know there's some people listening right now that listed their house or has been involved in this game that's really wrong and unethical, how could somebody get a hold of you? They can call me or text me at 708-261-8349 or even go on to the realestaterevealed.net website and you can look up all my information on there as well. And Diana's and Larry's and everybody else is on there. Fantastic. That's Sean Purcell, Caldwell Banker. (laughs) Hey, here's something I've been asked a a lot of, and I'm going to tell you a story here. Somebody had their house listed for sale and it's sold under contract FHA. Had a lot of repairs. Um, I went into the living room, the bedrooms. There was thousands of big and little black spots on the wall. I don't know if it's mold. It might be. I took pictures. There was no furnace. The heat and electrical was off. There was down wires, electrical wires and phone wires from the alley back to the house. FHA, you know, they don't typically call for repairs, but it's health and safety concerns, I called it. The lender came back to me and said, hey, Randy, loan processor, flip this conventional as is. It says you can't. And I said the same repair. I said conventional, and I submitted the appraisal. The loan officer called me. Randy, everybody knows as is is conventional. Flip this convention to a conventional and take away all those repairs. I said I can't. It's a big loan company in Chicago. Well, not as big as guaranteed rate, of course. But uh, then the the owner, you guys know, the owner called me. Randy, everybody knows when we flip to conventional, it's as is. I says you have health and safety concerns. People can't live there. It's not safe, sound, or sanitary. And we're coming up to a quick break, and I'll let you know the rest of the story. You're listening to Real Estate Revealed on AM 56 of The Answer. I'm Randy Barcelli, your show host, and what a show this morning. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that's Larry Steinway, branch manager and uh, senior vice president of Guaranteed Rate. And he closes loans in 10 days. Amazing. With the, What's this, Red Arrow? Red Arrow. Red Arrow. Express. Diane Bizdick, of course, she is the... Marketing specialist and residential specialist from Dreamtown Realty. We'll be right back. Now, back to Real Estate Revealed with your host, Randy Parcella. You're too good to be true. You're like heaven on earth. I can't take my eyes off of you. And of course, I cannot sing at all, but I can dance. Isn't this one of the greatest songs? Oh my gosh. Welcome back to Real Estate Revealed on AM560 The Answer. I'm Randy Barcella, your show host. And before the break, I just told you about this deal that came through and had a lot of repairs, FHA, and they flipped it to conventional and they demanded I switch the appraisal 
to as is. You can go as is if it's a cash deal because the house is not habitable at all, like Larry Steinway says. And you could come in with cash. That's fine. There's tons of repairs. It's not health. There's a lot of health and safety concerns. It's not safe, sound, or sanitary. Come in as is uh, cash offer. But if it's not habitable at all, um, Fannie Mae, I I copied out of the uh, Fannie Mae guidelines here, uh, because the branch manager, the owner of the mortgage company, the loan processor, Randy, we all know, as is, is conventional. No. Uh, Here's from Fannie Mae. The appraisal report to confirm that there's no physical deficiencies or conditions that would affect the safety, soundness, or structural integrity of the property uh, uh, that are indicated. A certification of completion is required to confirm the necessary alterations or repairs have been completed prior to delivery of the loan. Uh, Fannie Mae, as is, right out of the handbook, it says Fannie Mae permits appraisals to be on the as-is condition if of the property, provided existing conditions are minor and they do not affect the safety, soundness, or structural integrity of the property and the appraiser's opinion of value. So uh, everybody out there, you could go as is conventional, but it has to be in at least average condition, livable, and all the utilities are on. So, uh, boy, what a show today. Where did this hour go? Diana Bizdick, Dreamtown Realty. You I'm just still thinking all. about it because, quite honestly, I was like hoping that I could swing like a monkey on those electrical wires, and it's a okay in the bank with the <laughs> should be able okay. to do that. Yeah, yeah right. because then be you know, yeah, right. because you know what, I will <laughs> totally be able to pay my mortgage mm-hmm. payment after I'm electrocuted. Right. Right. So, how can somebody get a hold of you, Miss Marketing Expert, Miss Genius sure. of Chicago? You could get a hold of me by either um, texting me or calling me directly. I love hearing people's voices. Three one two. Five five zero eight three one three. Again, it's three one two five five zero eight three one three or dianahomesonline.com. And we're available today right after the show. And everybody in the studio has faces for TV, by the way. They are so handsome and beautiful. <laughs> Get out to Facebook right now. Real Estate Revealed on Facebook. The videos are right there. Sean Purcell, how can somebody get a hold of you? Call they, a banker expert. They can call me or text me at 708-261-8349 or email me at sean.purcell at cbexchange.com. Wow. And everyone, you guys got to call him and you, Sean, and I'm a realtor because like he's dressed for Hawaii right now. You got to check <laughs> out this video. Success, nice. So sure. he needs to make the money to get to Hawaii right. and That's make right. more money yeah. for the Bahamas, you. That's, That's right. Bahamas. Larry That's Steinway, right. branch manager, senior vice president of Guaranteed Rate. How can somebody get a hold of you, my friend? Someone can get a hold of me by texting me or calling me at 224-595-8600 or they can visit my website at rate.com forward slash Larry. What's your number again? 224-595-8600. Fantastic. I want to thank the other uh, co-hosts of the show that are not here today, but they'll be here next week. Uh, Meldina Dervisevich, broker owner of Meldina Investment Realty Group. Dottie Dose, Echo Home Inspections. Of course, George Hoffman, our great producer, one of the best in the industry here from... And uh, you know me, if you look at my Facebook page, I have a lot of inspirational quotes, and that's how I finish the show. Here's one for you. There's two ways to do something in life the right way and then again that's from navy seals and repeat after me my current situation is not my final destination at all you see your setbacks were simply a setup for favors to come and you know what here's a good one the person you took for granted today may turn out to be the person you need tomorrow so be careful on how you treat people also remember every storm eventually runs out of water where you are at in life right now is only a season and not a life sentence 
Wow. Hey, uh, thank you all for making us your Sunday habit. And if you did not get your Bonefish Grill free appetizers, we've been doing it six years in a row. Just get out to the website and we'll send you any one of the uh, transcripts from the checklist of any of our co-hosts and we'll send it out there. Thank you all so much for making us your Sunday habit. Without you, we don't enjoy the success that we've had for so many years now. Uh, Be well. Make it a great week. I can't wait to see you next Sunday morning here on AM 560 The Answer.